You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's Monday, January 15th. I'm Zeke Robison. Today we're talking about scammy AI-generated books that are flooding Amazon. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. When AI researcher Melanie Mitchell published Artificial Intelligence, A Guide for Thinking Humans in 2019, she set out to clarify AI's impact. A few years later, ChatGPT set off a new AI boom with a side effect that caught her off guard. An AI-generated imitation of her book appeared on Amazon in an apparent scheme to profit off her work. It looks like another example of the e-commerce giant's ongoing problem with a glut of low-quality AI-generated e-books. Mitchell learned that searching Amazon for her book surfaced not only her own tome, but also another book with the same title published last September. It was only 45 pages long, and it parroted Mitchell's ideas in halting, awkward language. The listed author, Shumela Majid, had no bio, headshot, or internet presence, but clicking on that name brought up dozens of similar books summarizing recently published titles. Mitchell guessed the knockoff ebook was AI-generated, and her hunch appears to be correct. Wired asked deepfake detection startup Reality Defender to analyze the ersatz version of Artificial Intelligence, a guide for thinking humans, and its software declared the book 99% likely AI-generated. It made me mad, says Mitchell, a professor at the Santa Fe Institute. It's just horrifying how people are getting suckered into buying these books. Amazon took down the imitation of Mitchell's book after Wired contacted the company. While we allow AI-generated content, we don't allow AI-generated content that violates our Kindle Direct Publishing content guidelines, including content that creates a disappointing customer experience, Amazon spokesperson Ashley Vanacek says. But Mitchell is far from the only AI researcher apparently targeted using the same technology they work on. Pioneering computer scientist Fei-Fei Li's new memoir, The Worlds I See, Curiosity, Exploration, and Discovery in the Age of AI, has over a dozen different summaries come up when you search for the book on Amazon. Unlike the takeoff of Mitchell's book, the summaries of Li's announce themselves as such. Yet these books, too, appear to be AI-generated and to add little value for readers. 
Reality Defender analyzed a sample of the summary and analysis book and found it was also likely AI-generated. A complete and total rewriting of the text. Like someone queried an LLM to rewrite the text, not summarize it, Reality Defender head of marketing Scott Steinhardt says. It's like a kid's bop version of the real thing. Sleazy book summaries have been a long-running problem on Amazon. In 2019, the Wall Street Journal found that many used deliberately confusing cover art and text, irking writers including entrepreneur Tim Ferriss. We, along with some of the publishers, have been trying to get these taken down for some time now, says Authors Guild CEO Mary Rassenberger. The rise of generative AI has supercharged the spammy summary industry. It is the first market we expected to see inundated by AI, Rassenberger says. She says these schemes fit the strengths of large language models, which are passable at producing summaries of work they're fed, and can do it fast. The fruits of this rapid-fire generation are now common in searches for popular nonfiction titles on Amazon. AI-generated summaries sold as e-books have been dramatically increasing in numbers, says publishing industry expert Jane Friedman, who was herself the target of a different AI-generated book scheme. That's despite Amazon in September limiting authors to uploading a maximum of three books to its store each day. It's common right now for a nonfiction author to celebrate the launch of their book, then within a few days discover one of these summaries for sale. Writer Sarah Stankorb is one such author. This summer she published Disobedient Women, How a Small Group of Faithful Women Exposed Abuse, Brought Down Powerful Pastors, and Ignited an Evangelical Reckoning. Summaries appeared on Amazon within days. One, which she suspects was based on an advanced copy commonly distributed to reviewers, appeared the day before her book came out. Stankorb was aghast. Disobedient Women was the product of years of careful reporting. It's disturbing to me, and on multiple moral levels seems wrong to pull the heart and sensitivity out of the stories, she says. And the language, it seemed like they just ran it through some sort of thesaurus program, and it came out really bizarre. When Mitchell found out about her own AI imitator, she vented in a post on X, asking, Is this legal? Now, she has doubts she could successfully take anyone to court over this. You can't copyright the title of a book, I've been told, Mitchell says. Unsure of whether she has any recourse, she hasn't contacted Amazon. Some copyright scholars say that a summary is legal, as long as it refrains from explicit word-for-word -word plagiarism. Cristelia Garcia, an intellectual property law professor at Georgetown University, draws a comparison with the original blockbusters of the summary world, Cliff Notes, the long-running study guide series that provides student-friendly explanations of literature. Cliff Notes aren't legal because they're fair use. They're legal because they don't actually copy the books. They just paraphrase what the book is about, Garcia says via email. Other IP experts aren't so sure. There's a big difference, after all, between Cliff Notes, which provides substantive analysis of a book in addition to summarizing it and are written by humans, and this newer wave of summaries clogging up Amazon. Simply summarizing a book is harder to defend, says James Grimmelman, a professor of internet law at Cornell University. There is still substantial similarity in the selection and arrangement of topics, and probably some similarity in language as well. 
Rassenberger of the Authors Guild sees a 2017 case where Penguin Random House sued authors who created children's editions of its titles as a precedent that could help writers fight AI-generated summaries. The court found that the children's summaries were not legal because they were primarily devoted to retelling copyrighted stories. Until an author actually files a lawsuit against the creator of one of these new generation summaries, their legality remains an open question, and although Amazon did take down Mitchell's summary, it has not announced plans to proactively monitor this wave of summaries. I hate that this is the new reality, but it would likely take a significant and recurring PR nightmare for a change in policy to occur at Amazon, Friedman says. Right now, there's nothing much stopping the next AI ebook hustler from creating a new summary and uploading it tomorrow. It's ridiculous that Amazon doesn't seem to be doing much to stop it, Mitchell says. Then again, the publishing industry doesn't seem to know quite how to handle this either. Mitchell remembers the resigned way her agent responded when she wrote to her about the AI imitation. This is just the new world we're living in. Make sure to check out our other Wired podcasts. Today in Wired Business, why crypto ideologues won't touch Bitcoin ETFs. Checking in on Wired Science, explore Norway's deep sea mining decision that apparently is a warning. And on Wired Security, child abusers are getting better at using crypto to cover their tracks. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com podcasts. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.